0: everyone, you're listening to the Jersey Church Podcast, where we give practical tips to equip people to care and connect others to Christ. Welcome, everyone, to the Jersey Church Podcast. Uh, I am uh, with uh, Matt Reed, and he is still in his uh, spare bedroom, I believe. Is that true? That is true. You might hear the kids outside. Uh, I had to mute once when Todd and I were talking to, <laughs> to tell him to go downstairs. Uh, not bad, are. just uh, being cowboys and Indians, kind mm-hmm. of thing. So. Right, right. And it, you know, first thing in the morning, what better thing to be than cowboys and Indians? You know? Exactly right. And but it always ends in an argument, right? Like that's kind of. <laughs> It ends up going from Cowboys and Indians to just brothers on the floor, kind of getting right. after each other. So, <laughs> oh, fond memories of days gone by with my brother. So, yeah, there you go. But, uh, and it could still happen today, for all I know. <laughs> <laughs> Stop by during the quarantine. <laughs> exactly. Yes. So no, Andrew. Quick shout out to my brother. No, I yeah. good guy, very good guy. So, but uh, well, listen, you didn't. Uh, listen in to uh, hear about our families, you listened in to uh, hear what we have planned for you today. And that Mm -hmm. is, uh, the title of today's podcast is Transitioning Back to Who's Your One. There we go. Hard to believe we did uh, eight episodes. I mean, that is really hard to believe on um, the coronavirus. We actually had more uh, corona episodes than we had uh, regular episodes. So Way more, way more. So we're going to break that now. Exactly. Yes, it will even it up eventually. Yes. and maybe that should have just been its own season. There we go. Uh, we thought by calling it bonus, it was going to be short-lived. <laughs> but uh, uh, and you know, there's so much to it. You know, we were a little bit torn. You know, there's there's definitely more that we could be talking about it. Right. Uh, yeah. But uh, felt like that um, you know, Lord was leading us to uh, to make a transition because of. Uh, you know, I think that we're in this for the long haul. You know, one right. of the uh, you know debates you hear oftentimes uh, these days is you know this idea. Uh, okay, is is COVID uh, a disruption or an interruption? You know, and and there mm-hmm. are some that well, this is just an interruption, and this is just a speed bump uh, in the journey of life, and we're going to get back to life as normal pretty soon. Uh, but I would think I would be on the other side that really sees this as a disruption Mm -hmm. that uh, is really going to change potentially the rest of our lives in in certain ways. So, uh, so we felt like with that, uh, it would be good to, um, to transition back to who's your one, knowing that transitions are not easy. Mm -hmm. Uh, And when we say transition, we're uh, we're talking about transitioning back to our, our 2020 vision for this year of, um, of who's your one and uh, and relational discipleship. And so I know, Matt, as we were talking in preparation, you had mentioned uh, some really good food for thought when it comes to this idea of transitions.
1: Yeah, yeah. So um, my wife and I, um, we've been married for 11 years. It'll be 12 years in August. And in those 11 years, we have moved uh, places where we've lived nine times. And, uh, and so, uh, and at one point it was like, we had moved nine times in like eight years, like one year we had to move twice. Uh, and so, thankfully, we're in a house. We've been in the house for like three. Once years just now. wasn't enough that year. Exactly. Know? We just had to keep <laughs> moving. So well, well, and part of that, I was thinking, it made me laugh because did part it of did, was
0: was it your were you in trouble? You know, yeah, we was the a, law. Oh, okay, so, All right. Unpaid parking tickets. <laughs>
1: um, and they kept finding me. No, um, uh, it's actually coming out on Netflix. My story. Is, um, <laughs> nice. Yes. Very nice. Uh, Matt Exotic was actually the name. Really? No, just, wow. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Sorry. <laughs> And I, I don't know, maybe I shouldn't even made a
0: reference to that. Oh, uh, uh, Maybe that'll make but, the final cut. Maybe it won't. Yeah. we'll see
1: what happens. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, so well, I realized that in that in that same time period, i had had like five different jobs or something like that. You know, just career changes, which required location changes, uh, but then also just financial decisions, um, what to afford, because there was a while where I didn't have a job. and uh, And so during that time, my wife and I just were, we were, we were really desiring for all the transitions to stop. You Mm -hmm. know, we were, we were longing for the day where we would find some kind of normal that would be um, that would, where we would find peace, you know, where we would find like a sense of satisfaction. And I remember my wife said it to me one day. uh, She goes, you know, Matt, like I I don't think life is normal. I think life is a bunch of transitions Mm -hmm. with a little of what we would air quote, Say, is normal in between, or a little bit of calm in between. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, I've, I've, I've kept that with me because I, I do think that's true that we have this weird concept of a normal life that is um, that's not true. Um, you know, we want to have a normalness about a life that says so it keeps it stays at the status quo. We like to mm-hmm. know what's going to happen. Um, but the reality is, life is always changing. Mm -hmm. Um, And I mean, I could, you know, the story that I just shared about job changes and moves, but you also have stuff like kid changes, you know, like every Mm -hmm. year your kid is maturing or changing and you're trying to figure out who they are. Um, and it gets harder, the older they get, I think, um, you know, the, you know, they, when they start turning into adult children, you know, then that's where you're like, oh man, like, how does this transition work? Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause now you're dealing with your own transitions, but also your child's transitions um, mm-hmm. into life. So I, uh, you know, it's in, in this time kind of led us back to, uh, Ecclesiastes chapter three and it's a, it's a passage everybody knows, but I'm not gonna read the whole thing, but it's verse one, chapter three, verse one through, uh, through eight. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's all about how times change, you know, so just to start off, it says there's an occasion for everything, a time for every activity under heaven, a time to give birth and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to uproot, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build. And it goes on and on saying a time for this, a time for that. And I, I think that in life, there's, there's a, there's times for transition and those just are more often than we would want to admit to mm-hmm. um and again going back to what i said earlier i think we often don't like transitions because we're looking for some kind of peace and satisfaction in quote unquote normalness instead of finding peace and uh, satisfaction in the lord um because if you're growing in christ you're also in constant transition you know mm-hmm. the you're, you have sin that's coming up you're having to deal with you're having you know the father direct you to to his works that he's having you do and And, uh, you know, every day is a little bit different. And, you know, you know, sometimes people find um, witnessing opportunities. You know, I was talking to one guy where he was talking about his his person he had chosen for his one. uh, And this gentleman was uh, considered an essential worker. So he was still going to work and seeing his one. And uh, and he said, you know, when the, the quarantine happened, everything changed with him. You know, he got real. He got real quick. You know, he in the sense of like he spoke real quick. He spoke kind of frustrated. He wouldn't want to have conversations. And then it was just like two weeks ago where uh, where my friend was finally able to have a conversation with him that lasted almost two hours. But it was all about how are you handling this? Like how are you getting through this? And uh, and my friend was able to share the gospel with him Um, because you know it's things like that where you know the transitions that happen um, oftentimes causes us crisis that then force us to lean into God, which right. is where we find this, uh, we, where we find our, our peace, where we find our strength. And, mm-hmm. and, and I think it's good to remember that when Jesus, uh, Jesus one, he's the one who always calms the storms, right? Like he stands up and he says, peace, be still. But then he's also the one who walks through the storm and tells you to get out of the boat and walk on the water during the storm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's, the storm, we would say, is like a, a transition time, a time of crisis. Um, and Jesus is saying, get out of the boat and walk with me in it. Um, yeah. He's not saying get out of the boat and, and swim on your own. He's not mm-hmm. saying try to do it on your own. He's saying get out mm-hmm. and walk with me in it. And I think that, uh, that transition is like that. wait the storm's of,
0: over. Or, yeah, don't wait yeah. till the storm's mm-hmm. over. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think
1: that's We – let's stop looking for this calm normal and mm-hmm. let's try to figure out, Jesus, what do you have me to do right now? Yeah. Um, and, Todd, you had a, a story about upward you were going to –
0: Say. yeah it just reminded me of <laughs> days gone by upward sports days wow, wow. you know <laughs> so many memories and uh, in uh, former church I was in we uh, we ran all three sports uh, basketball wow. soccer flag football I mean you talk about a year round endeavor yeah. you know it was a constant state of transition. You know, if you weren't recruiting for coaches uh, for one sport, you were uh, training them. You were getting the season started. You were, uh, you know, as soon as you had that season started, literally, you're looking for it already to the next season. <clears throat> and so, uh, never forget my assistant at the time, Tracy, that uh, uh, it was just a godsend to work with. She uh, uh, you know, she would regularly come to me and say, oh my goodness, you know, is." Uh, are we ever going to get back to, uh, you know, uh, normal on it? And my standard comment that I wasn't realizing was so standard was that, uh, you know, just need to get through this, you know, uh, keep praying, keep working hard and, and uh, just get through this. And, and we'll, uh, you know, there'll be a r- bit of uh, normal and respite, you know, right after this. And so this went on for a while and uh, then probably, uh, oh, I'd say uh, two or three sports into this uh, mantra that I uh, was on. She, uh, she, had, she finally called me on it and she said uh, Todd, uh, I've just I've got to let you in on something. Um, uh, every time I come to you and say, uh, "Boy, this is just uh, overwhelming," you know, your your comments pretty much the same every time. Just get through this. Just get through this. And what I found is there's always something that comes next, and there's always, you know, in essence, a a transition that comes after that. So, uh, so I had to change to a different tactic uh, once go. she once uh, <laughs> she revealed that. But it just brought it to mind when uh, when you are talking about you know, the only uh, constant in all of this is, uh, is change. And yeah, that, yeah. and you just brought up so many different aspects of life. You know, if it's not change uh, in our personal relationship with Christ, it's change at work, change in our family, change in our, you know, ministry. So yeah. a lot of different aspects of transition. So,
1: yeah. And, you know, so as we were figuring out, Life, I think a lot of mm-hmm. people are adjusting to where things are at now, and mm-hmm. even now we're transit. The society here is transitioning back to gathering, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like mm-hmm. the governor, I think, said that by the end of the month, ninety-two um, percent of the people are going to be working or something like that. So, <laughs> so we we've transitioned out of society, and now we're transitioning back in, um, mm-hmm. and uh, and so it's it's just interesting. So, but with that, you know, transitioning back into who's your one, you know, yeah. Todd, what what do you think that looks like?
0: You know, it, I think the first point that we wanted to make this morning is on the practical side of things is that it, it really takes restarting with praying and caring. Mm-hmm. You know, I know we bring up uh, prayer and it might sound like a broken record. We've made that statement before, but uh, but never want to leave that out because it 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 all starts there and uh and really with the first question that came to our minds as we were talking is is your one still your one mm-hmm. you know is or right. has the disruption changed your focus you know maybe your one was a coworker who you no longer work with due to the coronavirus and right. you no longer have contact with them or or possibly the lord has brought someone new into your life know there's uh one of the guys in in my uh, rd group right now uh the lord's brought a, a just a Brand new person over the last uh, month or so that uh, has just his uh, his conversations and interactions with him have uh, just really taken off, and mm. so uh, so it really made sense for him to transition to to somebody else because of uh, just a uh, another just real clear opportunity that Lord has uh, has brought his way. So, whichever it is for you, you know, we just encourage you to to sure things up by asking. You know, real quick, you know, Lord, is, is is my one still my one? You know, sounds like a, a basic question, but uh, I think it was a, a good place to start. And then just start praying for them again on a regular basis and look for ways to care for them. And I think there's something to be said for this idea of of praying for, you know, eyes to see, uh, ears mm. to hear, yeah. opportunities uh, for obedience and for obedience, not only the opportunities, but uh, but for everything that we would need to, uh, to obey those opportunities to follow the Lord's leading on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. And I just want to keep interjecting that word daily, you know, yeah. the way this has played out in my life. <clears throat> I know that the seasons that I, uh, have been in when, uh, I'm praying on a daily basis for opportunities, I'm just prayer changes, <laughs> you know, my mm-hmm. focus, uh, and, and, before you know it, there's times in my life when I'm praying for regular opportunities. Interestingly enough, I notice more opportunities, you know, and mm-hmm. the Lord brings more opportunities. and And lo and behold, the times in my life when I'm not praying praying as regularly or or you know, it's real intermittent or it's just uh, you know, sort of taking this attitude, uh, well. You know, whenever uh, the the situation arises, uh, I'm sure I'll be ready when uh, you know when that time comes. But interestingly enough, you know, I I uh, I don't see as many opportunities. You know, I'm not uh, focused, and and uh, so I just going back to to praying and caring on a regular basis. So starting there. Yeah, it's interesting too because with with prayer, let's let's remember the passage of the gospel where Jesus
1: says, you know, ask and you will receive. Seek mm-hmm. and you will find. Knock mm-hmm. and the door will be open. And I think sometimes we say stuff like that, but if you really believe it, that means when you go to pray and you say, you know, God, I would love to have somebody in my life to tell about you. Right? Yeah. That's what God wants. Like that's mm-hmm. clearly in his will. Mm-hmm. And he's not going to be like, well, let me think about it. You know, right. like, mm-hmm. you know, now he might he might be doing a work in you where he says, Be faithful in asking, and I'm going to bring somebody. Mm-hmm. But I think we can claim that promise as as true and that God will, will answer that prayer. And so, mm-hmm. um, you know, just keeping that, I, I think for me, oftentimes I struggle with, um, in times like this, especially when I'm not seeing people, I struggle with thinking of others first, you know, mm-hmm. it's really yes. easy for me to come focus and, and all my prayer then focuses on, well, God help me with this struggle and, and give me strength Absolutely. to get this done. And, and as opposed to when I'm seeing people, Um, you know, it's, it's easier to say, you know, God, I had this conversation or I remember seeing this person. They didn't, they didn't, they seem to not connect with you, you know, give me another opportunity, you know, it's a whole new perspective. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. so it's just reminding ourselves of that.
0: Um, yeah. So, so our second point for today is to acknowledge that there are challenges, uh, -hmm. in, uh, in our present environment, but seize the opportunities that the Lord presents. Yeah. Yeah, so um,
1: I tease my boys. Uh, there's a there's a quote by Winston Churchill. You know, it's like never, never, never give up. Right. And so I'm gonna get a poster for my boys. That's that's become our new family motto, especially as we try to do uh, school at home, um, where they don't want to do it. And it's just like, don't give up, don't give up, just get it done. <laughs> let's get it done. Uh, in the back of my mind, it's really let's get it done as fast as we can because I'm not enjoying this either. Um, mm-hmm. And really, my wife is doing 90 percent of the school. So. Um, but, but with that, it is, I love that quote of never, never, never give up. Um, because I think there's, there's times where we go, oh man, life's changed. And so I can't do that anymore. And it's Mm -hmm. like, no, like, let's just look at the situation and, and through prayer and through seeking the Lord going, you know, God, how would you have me adjust? Mm -hmm. How would you have me to take the opportunities I have now? I mean, last night I was, um, in the street and, uh, we were playing kickball with my kids and, um, the neighbors started coming out. You know, I saw all my neighbors and, you know, just an opportunity to talk with them and mm-hmm. uh, to connect with them. And I've seen my neighbors more uh, in the last eight weeks than I probably did in the last, uh, in the previous six months. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, looking at those opportunities and just saying, okay, God, you know, how are, how are you going to use this? Um, and so, so yeah, let's not give up. Let's, let's look for opportunities. Some of us are still getting to go to work. Mm -hmm. Um, and so be asking for those opportunities and, 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 you know, admit to God in your prayers, God, this is hard. I don't know what Mm -hmm. to do. Um, but if you read through the scriptures, those are the prayers that he swoops in and answers. Um, you you got people like Moses that are trying to lead millions of people. You got Elijah, who's uh, a queen is bearing down on him, wants to kill him, um, all the way to, you know, Peter in prison and, and the people praying for him to be released. You know, there, there's always an opportunity with the Lord. I think that's the other thing that and no matter where you're at in life, God has opportunities for you, um, because nothing is impossible for him. So let's, let's keep that promise in mind. And let's, uh, let's look for opportunities to tell people about him. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, the last thing one, you know, I just talked a little bit about it. But, you know, Todd, we're, we're never alone in this, right?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this final point of remember, you are not alone, you know, and, I think as we talked about a staff about uh, getting back to who's your one. And as we've gone back to our, our vision and, and notes and, and plans from a couple months ago, uh, you know, I think we've all been reminded uh, yet again, how quickly and easy it is to forget things, you know, that just happened, you know, just a few months ago, you know, I had multiple conversations just yesterday, you know, as I was reviewing notes from the the recent past, and and was pleasantly surprised by, by how much the Lord had had already led us to put into motion. You know, mm-hmm. uh, at the beginning of the year, and then yeah. through the first uh, few months. Uh, you know, for example, I I'd, I'd pre- completely forgotten that this is where we left off. I thought this this was definitely helpful for, for me. Maybe it will be for others. Is the first Sunday in March? You was the first time that we had unveiled Hoosier One publicly.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, we'd showed off the incredibly creative work the Lord had uh, blessed us with through uh, through the creative, art, creative arts department and our mm-hmm. facilities team, and are just uh, tremendous. And <clears throat> with the Hoosier One logo and the Hoosier One wall in the main lobby, and and uh, all these different resources and and that same Sunday, that was also the first Sunday that we uh, we started having people tell us about their one and the next steps they had taken so far. And, and then, uh, believe it or not, the, the, the coronavirus, the coronavirus hits right then. And mm-hmm. we haven't been back to church since that Sunday you know, in person. <laughs> That's true. And it was just, and that was just a crazy reminder. That's literally where we left off, you know, and uh, until this Sunday, when, you know, we're reopening things on a limited basis for, for worship and uh, a handful of groups and, and then we'll continue to do a ton online as well but you know all that to say i mean remember that uh, you are not alone you know mm-hmm. first and foremost going back to the great commission it reminds us that, uh, that to remember that he is with us always to the end of the age as we yeah. go and make disciples so uh, that above all things of remembering that uh, that as we transition back to uh, uh, to this aspect of, of ministry uh, that we are not alone that he is with us and and also the i mean he's blessed us with a, a whole church of fellow believers that are yeah. also in this yep. mission together right i right. think oftentimes we can feel like <clears throat> uh, the lord is leading me out uh in um, this mission and this effort and it's just uh just us and him but uh but to me it's a it's a whole different mindset when you think about now this isn't just me this is uh, this is all church and right that is right. rallying together um, around uh, around this common vision and and not only a church but I think it, it even gets more personal when uh, you know if you're in a uh, one of our grow groups or small groups uh, just how they started to come around one another and you know right. had you know, who's your one lists uh, that were specific for their small group. Mm. And for those that aren't in a group, you know, just one more reason that uh, that would be a great next step to take uh, in uh, with who's your one. And then it gets even more personal with uh, with working through who's your one within your, uh, your RD group, Mm. you know, to, to talk about, all right, here's just a handful of uh, of guys or handful of women who are getting to talk, you know, more in depth about. All right, this is where I'm at, uh, and I've got a question about this or this came right. up, and it's even that much more personal at that level. So, uh, so remember, you're not alone. The Lord is with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a whole church that is uh, on mission together, as well as uh, your small group and and uh, your RD group. So, yeah, it's good. It's good. So
1: life's been disrupted right mm-hmm. and but we're transitioning you know because you know, change is constant and and um you know we are, we're in the middle of a transition right now but we can still be praying and we can still be caring uh and we can still be looking for opportunities uh to share the gospel um but we're not alone we're not alone i no. mean that's i just mm-hmm. trying to summarize what we have just talked about today you're not alone in this um so i want to encourage everybody to get your your pen and your piece of paper out a pad of paper and start writing down where you might see opportunities, mm-hmm. you know, where you might see uh, an opportunity to share the gospel with somebody, or or what is something that you could use to help you um, begin to reconnect with who's your one. Um, you know, maybe it's getting into a small group or an RD group like Todd just said, um, but get out a piece of paper and spend two minutes just writing some stuff down: um, opportunities, people, um, things that you might think are helpful um uh and just reconnecting with this vision of of, of finding a one and telling them about jesus Mm -hmm. we think it's time you know with the corona we've talked enough about corona you know let's start let's start moving on to uh to other things all right so but hey and look at that we're down a
0: a slight bit early today oh yeah should we keep talking just for the fun of it well no we'll we'll bless them with a slightly shorter episode there we go there we go go. right
1: hey thanks everybody for listening uh we appreciate you uh tuning in to us and uh, we pray that today you receive something that will help you walk closer with the lord and and help accomplish the mission of caring for people connecting with christ but also the great commission of um going and making disciples of all the nations
0: have a good week see you next time